Welcome to Make and Decorate, a podcast for makers who love to sew, quilt, and decorate. Hello, everyone. This is episode 14 of the Make and Decorate podcast. Thanks for listening. And how is everyone this first week of December 2018? We're nearing the end of the year, and I just feel like as soon as fall hits, that time just goes into, like, time warp. Like, it just... The speed of light gets even faster, and all of a sudden, here we are in December. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, um, I hope everyone's handmade gifts and whatever you guys are making and decorating this season is going very well, Um, and uh, I'm really excited about today's episode. Um, But before I get into that, I just want to say thank you for listening and for subscribing and for your ratings and reviews. I've got a couple of newer um, reviews and uh, these actually were posted in October and I haven't, I didn't even look um, on iTunes until recently. So I just wanted to say thank you to um, these uh, couple of people that took the time to go ahead and, um, you know, type in a, a review. Uh, The first one I've got here is from October 25th by Becca Love, and she said that Stephanie had has had some interesting guests on so far. I am a new garment sewist with an interest in all things sewing, machines, and making. I'm looking forward to following this podcast and learning more. Thank you so much, Becca Love. I am really happy to hear that, and um, I'm looking forward to to posting many more episodes um, on all things sewing. So um, enjoy, and thank you so much for taking the time. Also, Katie from Hobbies Up to Here uh, posted a review. I enjoy listening to Stephanie and her thoughts, opinions, and experience with crafting. She brings in a whole new perspective with her design background, and I feel that her podcast only adds to the great community of crafters that we have. Thank you so much, Katie. Um, and Dory. They are the duo from the podcast Hobbies Up to Here. They were my very first uh, Skype guest, and um, I, I'm really happy to join this community, and I just I just hope everyone is enjoying the show. And as always, um, you can always contact me for any suggestions, um, anything you're looking to hear or learn, uh, let me know. Um, so, and then I, I want to read the, my very first review. This was when I first, I mean, this person took the time and wrote the review the very first day, my very first podcast episode launched. And, um, she, she just gave me kind of an average star rating, which at first I was like, oh no, what did I do wrong? But she wrote a really positive, um, review. I appreciate that. And this was by Dula Karen. And she said, um, I enjoyed hearing about your background and what you what drew you into becoming a maker. Looking forward to honest reviews of tools, pros and cons of the myriad sewing machines available today. So I do appreciate that, um, that review. And I really, really appreciate anyone who takes the time to rate and review the podcast. So thank you for that. And please, if you haven't done so already, please take the time if you have it 
and uh, share, like, rate, review, and subscribe. So, um, all right. Today, I am really excited about this episode. I've got um, Irina from Sugary Dew on the show, and Irina is in the Netherlands. So we did a Skype call, and uh, it went really well. Um, we had a great conversation, and I just wanted to keep talking to her all day. I know. <laughs> I get like that. But um, we had a great conversation and I discovered her on YouTube. She has a YouTube channel. It's called Sugary Dew, and that is her business name as well. She is a pattern designer um, and a YouTube, um, she has a YouTube channel. Uh, she has pub- self-published a book, uh, collaborated with another a pattern designer and um she knits or she crochets she quilts um i think she's started knitting as well but she is a very talented maker um just very positive happy that's even her her um kind of tagline is happy crafting i love it i get so happy when i watch her videos she's a great teacher um, and um, I, I, I want to try this type of crochet that she has been doing and making patterns for. Um, she mentions it in the interview, but I just wanted to mention it ahead of time just so you can be aware and listen for it. But it's um, from the Japanese word amigurumi, and it means a crochet or knitted stuffed toy. They're really cute, and she says that there's only you only need to they're all made with a single stitch, so it's all a matter of increasing and decreasing and um I think that had I not seen her do this on her videos um that I would never think that I could even attempt to do to do this kind of craft, but I'm excited. I ordered some yarn from her. It's on its way, and I am I'm gonna try it. So uh, I'm excited about that. So let's get on with our with our um, conversation. Hi, Irina. Hi. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. Oh my gosh, I am so excited to be talking to you right now. Uh, um, I discovered you on your YouTube channel. Oh wow, I, I'm super yeah. excited to be here in your podcast show. Oh, and um, I'm going to mention that Irina is halfway across the globe from me in the Netherlands. <laughs> yes, it's this true. This is so amazing. I love it. I so love it. And that's why I love YouTube and podcasts because you can you can listen and and people can watch you from all across the world. Yeah. And interact with you. I'm sure you get tons of comments on your channel. Yes, it's amazing that you can connect with people from all over the world. Because you all share the same interests and have the same uh, passions. And then you can just find people from all over the world. That, that's awesome. Yeah. I love it. And um, so your YouTube channel, is, and it's your business name too, Sugary Do? Yes. Yes, that's true. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And what I really love too is your tagline, Happy Crafting. Yes. That's it's so me. I just, <laughs> I like, we are such kindred spirits and I love like... Your studio is beautiful with all the colors and the textures and everything. I just thank you so much. 
Oh, it's like a candy shop. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's really my happy place. And that's also the mm-hmm. happy crafting for me. That's so uh, crafting. I do that because it makes me happy. And I love teaching crafting on my YouTube channel because, yeah, we can make other people happy with it. You you do. I'm sure you do because you make me happy. And you are a very good teacher in oh, a what? very simple but clear way where I think I I feel like I can do it and I'm sure a lot of other people too. I'm so happy that you say that because that's the point what I'm trying to uh, get across that you just have to go and try it and and don't have to be scared to to try something new or do a new new technique because I'm, uh, it it is my business, but I, I don't feel like a professional because I'm also trying new things and just going for it. And, and, and that's mm-hmm. what I hope people get out from my YouTube channel, that they get inspired to just try something and uh, get the feeling that they can do it. Yeah, you are. And you even show on some of your videos like, oh, I tried this and <laughs> didn't quite work out. Yeah. So I'm going to try this. And I love that because it just makes it more accessible to me. I feel like, you know, she's she's like trying stuff. It's not like she's, you know super uber you know perfectionist (laughs) (laughs) so that that makes me feel so much better and um I want to know like how how you do a lot of crafts the crochet Mm -hmm. quilting yeah knitting yeah sewing you sew and yes I did cross stitching also yes a lot of how did you learn and when did you know that you just absolutely loved the, all of this and just had to keep doing it? Well, I can't really remember when I started because uh, my mom taught, taught me all of those crafts when I was very little. And uh, oh. she, she's a very creative person. And uh, also my grandma is. So she learned it from my grandmother. And uh, yeah, so we kind of always did it. So uh, we did crafty afternoons and uh, uh, yeah, so I, when I was very little, I, I, I learned a lot, and uh, I always kept doing it, I guess. So, uh, But for the most yeah. of my life, it was just uh, just a hobby, so uh, I did it on the side, and I just went uh, to study and uh, got a job, and yeah, somehow it grew out into my business, but yeah. So, so you didn't study specifically for this. This has no. just been with you since you're, you know what, and I, I can sense that about you on on your videos because it just comes second nature to you like your crocheting is just I don't know it just feels like it's just natural and I can see yeah. that now so you have been doing it since you were <laughs> since you were little yeah. and it's so cool that your mom taught yes. you that yeah yeah because um, my mom I, taught me a lot of the basics and for the rest yeah. I'm pretty much self-taught so uh, mm-hmm. I also learned a lot from YouTube so I know how very yeah me too. I know. And um, so with your business, you design and sell patterns for um, quilts, quilt blocks and crochet. Yeah. Um, and um, last year you had a book that came out so cute. Oh, um, <laughs> it's a pixel one, right? Yeah. It's... yeah, it's called Once Upon a Pixel. Right, Once Upon a Pixel. Yeah, and it, it's got all kinds of magical um, uh, pixel um, patterns for uh, cross-stitching mm-hmm. and for quilting. Uh, I made it with mm-hmm. a friend of mine. Uh, she's from Studio Cuckoo. 
and uh, she does cross stitching and uh, I do quilting. So we figured out that you can uh, quilt cross stitch patterns and also the other way around, you can cross stitch quilt patterns. So, oh, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, so <laughs> it into a book. So uh, it has a lot of uh, pixel patterns and then we show uh, throughout the book how you can use those patterns for either cross stitch or for quilting. Oh, I didn't realize that. That is so cool. Yeah. I yeah. love, yeah, I love that unicorn quilt. It's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. I got a lot of, uh, <laughs> I got a lot of comments on that one. Yeah. It's a very happy quilt. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cute. And I, one other thing I think I noticed with your work is that you add a lot of character and personality to um, the characters that you create by adding like hand stitched touches t- for like their face, their eyes, their, you know, um, the mouths and everything. And that just adds so much more dimension. And it really like, I, I just love it. Um, for instance, your penguin oh, pattern. Yes. Yeah. You did that penguin in so many different ways. He had his little eyes closed and under a blanket <laughs> and um, little snow hats on. I mean, I love it. It's so cool. But a lot of people are afraid to hand stitch. And I, it's mm-hmm. all you did was just a few little yeah. you know, I, things I, I, on there. I didn't even know what the official way to hand quilt was. But <laughs> I just took uh, some thread and a needle and went for it. Uh, because it gives, like you said, it gives a lot of personality when you add those uh, details, and then they really come to life. So um, they I, do, yeah. yeah. And I used a um, water erasable marker, so I first drew the eyes. Uh, maybe I should do a YouTube video on that. <laughs> yeah, it's really simple. But I, I drew the eyes with a water erasable marker, and then took some black thread, and then uh, did a little, uh, did some uh, little stitches over it. Yeah, yeah so, so cute. Pretty simple, but the effect is uh, is big, yeah. It is. And then, you know, you think to yourself, wow, I mean, like, why don't I think about that? But, I mean, <laughs> it's just, uh, it's really cute. And um, your videos show, you do, um, I... I don't crochet. Well, I learned how to crochet a little bit when I was a girl. My grandmother taught me, so I I know like single and double stitches, but I haven't done it in so many years. Mm -hmm. And I have never, no, that's not true. I have seen the crochet, like the little animals that you you do, but not a lot. I mean, I don't, I feel like over here in the States, there's not a ton of that everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um. But and I saw that on your channel, and then I watched your um, vlog on the shows, the craft shows you go to yeah. in the Netherlands, and they are everywhere they at are. all the booths. There, I was just like, whoa! Yeah, it's, it it's feels so like everyone cute. in the Netherlands is doing. Uh, it's called amigurumi. Uh, amigurumi is Japanese, uh-huh. I believe, for crocheting in the round. So that's how you how you crochet oh. it. And uh, so, okay. so you only do the single crochet. You only need one stitch, actually. And you do that in a round. So you can really do it. <laughs> um, I watched I watched your one video. I, I will have to watch it like a million times. But um, you do say you're very good at that, though. It's like I where you say a single single stitch and how you increase and yeah. decrease. True. And it, and it 
the camera work is really clear, so I do feel like I could probably try it. Oh, yeah, you're cute. <laughs> yeah, it's the one with the penguin, right? The crochet. Yeah, it's yeah. the penguin. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so but cute. what you say about crossfires, it's, it's true. In the, in the Netherlands, it feels like everyone is crocheting amigurumi. It's really popular over here. And uh, when you mm. look into neighbor countries like Germany and Belgium, uh, there's not so much going on over there. So uh it's yeah. kind of a hype in the netherlands everyone wants to crochet and uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and make those kind of things yeah yeah i want people over here to see it i want them to look i'm going to put links to your website and your oh, youtube channel and because people over here do like to make little plushy mm-hmm. um animals yeah. like sewn oh, out so of nice. fabric yeah. okay and it's a similar concept, only you're crocheting the textile yeah. versus sewing it, the fabric already made. Yeah. So, yeah. What kind yeah. of fabrics and, do you use then? Do, do you make it out of cotton or plush fabric? Or? So, yeah, like a combination, but some people, the plush is a, like a little, the faux furry, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. fabric. That's a popular one. And fleece. Oh, yes. People will use fleece soft. fabric and felt. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's also very cute. So, yeah, they're very cute. I mean, I've seen that kind of like had like a, a rise in popular, popularity here maybe like a few years ago. And, you know, I still see a lot of people doing that. But those crochet animals are so cute because the texture and the mm-hmm. colors of the yarn and you put the little eyes and the same same thing. The people who make the plushies use those same type of eyes. Yeah. With the thing, yeah, it's so cute. Yeah, so, and the moment, I don't know. I've got to try it. I have to. Yes, <laughs> you should really try it. And the moment you put in those eyes, then the animal really comes to life. So yeah. it's kind of funny when you um, have uh, uh, amigurumi with separate parts. So you finish the head with the eyes and everything, and all the parts, and then it's it still needs assembling. But then already it's looking at yeah. you because he has a face and expression and eyes. <laughs> so it's so cute, yeah. Because when you watch your video and you're you're doing this, when it's in the round, it's still like a two D, almost flat. Mm-hmm. Um, piece of you know crochet fabric yeah yeah (laughs) and then when you start decreasing it starts to take shape yeah and then I could start seeing it come together and then you were getting to the then you said okay now it's time to stuff it so you stuffed it with the um the um polyfill yeah and and then I'm like well how is she gonna close that up where you know none of that comes out and you know and then it was amazing. You didn't even have to knot the yarn. Oh. You just wove it in and out, you yeah. know, with a larger. I mean, it was just like, wow, this is kind of magic, amazing. right? <laughs> yeah, it's like magical. Yeah. It's like not really. And it's not even it's... that, that complicated. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and you, yeah. you weave in the end of the yarn and uh, you do uh-huh. that to secure it. So within the uh, polyfill, it's making kind of a knot, but you don't have to knot, yeah. it, knot it on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's just no knots or no little nubs of thread after you, you know, like I, if I didn't watch that, I would just think that you just knot it off and then you have that little snip of a yeah. little stub that could possibly get like pulled on and like unraveled. But no, that's brilliant. Yeah, it's really, you can work it. It's really nice. But that's kind of like what we do in quilting where you um, bury your your yeah. knots Very, yeah yeah so it's a similar concept yeah yeah then you so first make really a, cool. a knot and then you pull it inside the quilt right yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so um 
So moving on to quilting, um, you have this really cute um, quilt. It's it's a what is it? It's the they're all different kind of sampler. Oh, it's a sampler quilt. Yeah. The little the little bicycle is so cute, and a lot of that is uh, paper pieced, right? Yeah, everything is paper pieced. Yeah. Oh, it's all paper pieced. Yeah, it's all okay. Paper- it is so darling. It's so cute. I love the colors that you use. And um, I know I told you this in our emails because I just couldn't wait to talk about it. But I have never seen the technique that you do for um, the um, you use the tea paper, mm-hmm. tea bag paper. Yes. And it's really soft and a little, you know, see through. Yeah. And you can leave you can leave it in the quilt. You don't even yeah. have to tear the paper it's off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that one you can sew through. Yes, you could stitch on. Yeah, I like it because you 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 show different techniques. You show freezer paper technique. Mm-hmm. You show a technique where you fold the paper back and you don't even stitch through the paper. I love yeah. that. Yeah, because then you can reuse the template again. Yeah, true. And true. there's no ripping of the paper. No, <laughs> on both uh, methods, there's no ripping of the paper. No, and both, I, I like them a lot, and I use them in two different situations. So uh, when I do uh, a sampler, so when I make a lot of different blocks, then I use... Oops, sorry. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> Go no. ahead. Uh, when I make a lot of different blocks in a quilt, then I use teabag paper. So that's literally the paper teabags are made out of. So it's yeah. see-through, and you can make it wet in the washing machine, and it won't tear or, or um, how do you say that, crumble. Um, uh, so, so that's perfect. That's the reason why you can leave it behind the fabric. But when I'm making a quilt with a lot of the same blocks, then I'm using freezer paper because I just um, put the pattern on the freezer paper uh, one time, and then I can use that paper multiple times to repeat the blocks. Because freezer paper gets a little sticky uh, when you uh, make it hot, yes. And uh, so when you you are finished, like you said, you don't sew through the paper with that technique because you fold it away. Uh, So -hmm. when you're finished with a block, you just square it up and then you um, peel away the freezer paper and then you can use it again. Yeah, and I feel like it takes away a little bit extra work from the the method that I learned was that you, you cut this fabric piece that's so big (laughs) because it has to cover not only the pattern piece with enough fabric around it for the quarter inch but then a lot of overage because then when you attach the next fabric and you sew through the paper then you cut the seam allowance yeah your method you start with the seam allowance yeah first yeah and yeah, it just seems easier. It yeah. seems like you take out a step. Yeah, but I, I do add a step at the beginning of the process because some people learn to just cut squares that are big enough for the pieces you use in the foundation paper piecing, and then you have a lot of excess fabric that you need to cut away. But I right. uh, start with uh, some paper templates. So I print my pattern two times. So one I'm going to sew on, and the other one I'm going to cut into tiny pieces, and I use those as templates. So I put those oh. templates I put on the fabric and then I cut roughly around it. So I don't measure out the seam allowance on there, but I cut roughly around it so that it has the shape already of the template piece. And then it's right. really easy to sew with. And and it, it spares a little bit of your fabric. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. That was so cool. Yeah. These are both techniques that I really haven't seen before. And I think, um, you know, here... 
um, in the States, like people either love paper foundation paper piecing or they hate it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and part of it is the hate of it is the paper, like dealing with yes. ripping all the paper off. So I feel like if they learn, they have to go see your video. And if <laughs> yeah. they learn how to avoid having to tear the paper off, they would just completely try it and, yeah. and love it. I used to be that way. I used to just not like the foundation mm-hmm. paper piecing. First of all, too, it's when you f- you have to get used to like you, when you first start off or it's it's backwards a little yes, bit. Yes, yes, you have to get regular used to that. piecing. Yeah. You have to get used to it. Yeah. So and then and I love that little you use it too. I saw you the little add a quarter yeah, ruler. I, I love that. It. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. No. So I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love that. And your talk about your studio a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um how do you use it and is it a shop or is it just for you to make things uh, that actually, you design and sell? It's it's pretty big, but actually it's just for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um yeah, I, the studio I have it now for a little bit over almost for two years now and uh, I got it because I grew out of space in our house I had uh, (laughs) our spare bedroom was my uh, studio and it wasn't that big and uh, I started selling uh, crochet kits and yarn online and then every space in the house was filled with boxes of yarn so I had to move Mm -hmm. out of the house and then I was searching for a studio space and I wanted something with a lot of light so I could take uh, pretty pictures and then I came across this space and it was pretty big but I thought well when I have it I might go and give workshops or uh, have people over Uh, but in real life I most of the times I'm just there by myself and I love that it's so big because I can set up a project to uh, film a video about but in another corner of the studio I can have a packing station and uh, Mm -hmm. yeah I use all of it and of course I've got my desktop to do uh, pattern designing and I love to do uh, a little bit of everything every day so uh, I just leave everything and uh, yeah that's perfect having such a big uh, workplace and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah and once in a while I do have people over like uh, this Saturday we have a crochet party and Ooh. then uh, uh, we have a high tea I don't know is that something <gasps> no we don't do that I know all about it because I have some English in my heritage so, oh, yeah. so it's basically, I, I learned a little I learned a little bit about high tea yeah it's basically just a lot of tea and a lot of cakes and chocolate and uh, good things mm-hmm. uh, so we have that and uh, everybody brings their own crochet project and then we uh, go crochet and have tea together and that's really lovely so we do have that once in a while and uh, if groups ask me then I do give workshops but uh, yeah I found out when I was working there that my main focus was designing patterns that's the thing I love most so uh, yeah that's yeah. I'm doing mostly there. That's great. I kind of had a feeling of that, but I wasn't totally sure because where you have all of your yarns mm-hmm. set up in those beautiful white cases yeah. um, that I see in your videos, I'm like, that sort of looks a little like a shop, uh-huh. but then the rest of it to me does look like studio. Yeah. Uh, so I was really curious about that. And that is like a dream of mine. I'm sure it's a dream of a lot of people, but just to have a studio yeah. for you to, <laughs> yeah. to work and design. And so, um, and, and I do notice all of that natural daylight you get yes. is beautiful. Yeah, it's perfect because to, well, that one wall you see with all the yarn, uh, I 
that mm-hmm. that is a little bit like uh, my shop wall. That's very easy to uh, pack uh, orders and stuff, uh, and mm-hmm. it's really inspirational because I can see all the material that I have, so I know what I can work with. Uh, and those two uh, other walls in the room, they are uh, all windows, so uh, that's all natural wow. lights from two sides. So that's just perfect. Wow! Yeah, it is so nice. Yeah, and. I love your the colors that you have in there too. They're just very happy, and there's a, there's a lot of white with like pops of color uh-huh. everywhere. Yeah, and it's just, <laughs> it's just so happy. That's why another reason why I love watching your videos because I just I know I'm going to see that beautiful studio and it's so <laughs> it's so pretty and and all your cute blocks and so that kind of like answers one of my other questions too because of how prolific you are with your patterns and. Um, just you, cause you have a blog, uh-huh, you have I do. a website, you sell and ship products yeah, world, that worldwide. you make and design. Yeah. You have an Etsy shop yeah, as well. And, and you do these craft fairs where you make a lot of product, you know, yeah, but like craft on made the, things. Uh, yeah. But on the craft fairs, I only sell mm-hmm. the kits. So I do bring all okay. of my samples. Uh, so uh, I do bring all of the toys. Everyone gets to go with me, but uh, I only sell the, <laughs> the kits. So people have to. Oh, make- okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's what I was like. How does she do all this? Oh, Plus, you have that's... a little. You have a little one too. Yeah, yeah. Because when I first started watching her channel, you had just come back. Oh, yeah. Uh, from having your baby. That's when I discovered you. Oh, that's and, cool. And uh, yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't make it a lot in the videos lately, but uh, yeah, he's doing great. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I, so yeah, no, I, I'm not making all the toys to sell them. That will be uh, too uh, uh, too That's much a time. Lot. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, the, yeah, most work I do is designing new patterns. And then, of course, I need to uh, crochet them or quilt them. Uh, but for mm-hmm. my latest patterns, I also have a lot of uh, test crocheters or quilters. So if anyone is interested in that, they can always contact me. Um, uh, yeah, and that's that's really awesome because then um, uh, you get pictures and feedback of people who make your, your patterns and uh, it gets get uh-huh. it tested uh, right away. So, yeah, that's also really nice. Oh, okay, so you... If they if someone wants to be a pattern tester for mm-hmm. you, crochet or quilting, yeah, that's then they can fun. contact you. Yeah. Okay, I'll put I'll put that information on on the show note links too. That's great. And Thanks. um, yeah, that's awesome. So um, and I you just finished a huge show. It was Criado. Cr- yeah, how you say that? yeah, it, it, Criado. That's uh, that's Criado. Yeah. <laughs> do means uh, doing. So and Crea, oh. it, it's just cre- being creative. So, uh, okay. Yeah, that's, but How is that? Yeah. It, you know, and I noticed you said it's five days, uh-huh. which is a long it time. Was, for, is that the normal length of a, no, sh- a show? No, it's the biggest oh, okay. one in the Netherlands. <laughs> yeah, okay. the smaller ones are always two or three days. Uh, that's what ours are. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, but then they are mostly about one craft. So then there are knitting shows or crochet shows or quilting shows. So then I just bring one of my things. Uh, mm-hmm. And within Sugar Do now, I only do uh, crochet and quilting. So I, I do the knitting as a hobby still, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> only do the crochet and uh, quilting. Uh, but this mm-hmm. one was everything. So I brought my quilting and my crochet. And uh, yeah, it was a combined craft fair. 
Um, so it was huge and really long because you have one day of setting up everything and then it was five days of uh, craft fair. But it was amazing. I never did such a big craft show, but uh, yeah, it was really, really amazing because you meet so many people. And mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's so inspiring to see how happy everybody gets from uh, mm-hmm. craft. So yeah, that's that was really lovely. That's true. I think you captured that on your vlog video, too. I just, I loved watching that. And um, I don't know, I just, seeing a craft show from, um, like, the Netherlands, you do get to see, like, some differences from what we get here. And I don't know, I feel like I even get even more inspiration because it's different. And um, it's, it's, um, it's really exciting. And um you had do you have any help though i mean yes are, yes, are you okay yeah that's a question which i got asked a lot because <laughs> you cannot do that on your own so uh, no so my father-in-law helped me the whole day of setting up and also my husband uh, joined the next day in the morning to help a few more hours to set everything up and they also helped uh, taking everything down and uh, bringing it back home um, and then uh, my mother came to help four days and uh, Angelique, a friend of mine who often comes to uh, crochet in the studio, she uh, uh, she offered to help five full days. So, um, yeah, that's, wow. that's awesome. So, so you really need friends and family around who can help yeah. you. Uh, yeah, because uh, having employees help you, that's a very big step. But uh, I'm very mm-hmm. happy that I can do it with uh, Angelique. Yeah enthusiastic people who <laughs> me, yeah. yeah who love it as much as you do yeah that's yeah. nice but it's interesting would you say that uh, you see differences in craft fairs what would you say in in, uh, in the u.s that's that's different in uh... well uh, you when i first saw the video i thought wow they combine the crochet with the quilting which we don't but none and then you just said your normal shows are specific to the yeah. to the crowd, which ours ours tend to be too. Like we have quilt expos or quilt festivals, and it's all about quilting. And then we have um, there's a there's not as many, but there's a couple that are just for like garment sewing. Yeah. Um, there's one in Michigan every September that does th- that. And then there, um, just recently in my area, I'm in the Chicago area, and last year, um, I think it's been here for a couple of years actually, but um, it's a stitch show. So that's geared more towards stitchers and uh, knitting and crochet, like those types of arts. Mm-hmm. But this year, I think they actually combined it with some quilting, which I thought was a good idea because oh, yeah. it's a nice crossover hobby yeah. that I think people are really starting to do more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I also mm-hmm. think that's really inspiring uh like this craft show the grea do uh they even mix up all the booths because um uh, you could think that they would make an area for quilting and an area for crochet and but they don't uh-huh. they don't do that they especially uh, mix everything up so that once you when you want to go to uh, a specific company they come by all those other companies and uh, uh crafts so you get a lot of inspiration by just walking around. And I, I think yeah. it's really nice that it's all mixed up because you often go home with some uh, uh, kids for crafts that mm-hmm. you don't even do or that you just want to right. try out. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because if I saw your booth at a show, <laughs> I would totally get one of those little crochet animal kits. And I have, you know, I haven't crocheted in years and years, but it just looks like so much fun. And it looks, uh, uh, you know, accessible, like I could do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's smart of a show to do that. I, 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 I hope that shows in, in the States here maybe might try, try that because I agree. I think you should mix it up yeah. and you expose people to other types of arts and crafts that you, like mm-hmm. you said, wouldn't, they would not normally have, you know, yeah. been, have seen. Yeah, yeah. That's really what they are trying mm-hmm. to do there. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it works. It's really fun. Yeah. And then when you were walking around that show doing your vlog, I saw so many people with um, knitted and crocheted clothing and scarves. And that's a little different, too, because you don't see as much as that here, at least in my, you know, in a very urban city Uh (laughs) setting here. Yeah. Um, So I just thought it was really pretty. The board, I just think I feel like there's more texture where you're at. And yeah, it could be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but um, in, in normal life, <laughs> outside of craft fair, <laughs> I, I also don't see uh, knitted items uh, or crocheted items so often. Oh, okay. Uh, but okay. yeah, there it's like everyone who's going wants to bring something that they made or uh, that they made. Yeah, it's very fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, or bags that yeah. they've sewn or uh, yeah. But no, that's no. so true. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, no, they... in daily life here, normally, yes, some people do it. Okay. But uh, no, it's not everyone. Yeah. Oh, see, I don't know that. So <laughs> I thought, oh, wow, Everyone. they all, you know, <laughs> yeah. they all crochet and knit out there. They, <laughs> yeah. they wear these beautiful, you know, textured scarves and everything. But yeah. that's true. Here, here, too, you will see people bringing all their bags that they made. And everybody knows like, oh, is that a So Sweetness bag? Uh-huh. And, you know, or yeah. this bag, swoon bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and do the people, do, do you? Do, does the Netherlands, do they pay attention to fabric designers as much as we do here? It seems like in the last like five plus years, we've had like a lot of these high profile fabric designers that everyone absolutely loves and they follow like Alison Glass and Tula Pink. And, yeah. Yeah. Tula Pink. Oh, yeah. She's um, well, yeah, she's wonderful. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I I think the people who quilt they know about fabric designers, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not that we have um, our own department of Dutch fabric designers. We do know then the uh, international fabric designers. So we know Tula Pink and Amy Butler okay. and uh, uh, yeah, just the the normal ones that you also have. Um, yeah. Uh, but outside the quilting world, and, and nobody really knows uh, who they are or how that that world works. So, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and also no, the, that's that, true. Also, the fabrics that we buy here, it's all uh, Moda, Robert Kaufman. It's uh, all everything uh, that you have there. Also. Oh, okay. I was wondering if you had, yeah. you know, specific fabric companies there that produce, you know, lines of fabric just for Europe or the Netherlands. No, mostly we do just to have uh, companies that import the fabric. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Overseas. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> 
What what do you use for your craft inspiration? Like how do you how do you what inspires you to oh, with your design? Good and... question. Uh, <laughs> well, color wise, I uh, 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 yeah, most of the inspiration comes from uh, uh, just looking at colors and then uh, combining that with uh, an idea I have. And uh, it's actually difficult to explain that process. But I, I'm now starting to work mm-hmm. on a quilt, and it has uh, tiny trees and houses. And uh, you can just uh, paint a, a green tree and a normal uh, house that you want. But if I then look at my uh, uh, yarn and all the rainbow colors, and then I uh, get ideas like what if I make uh, trees in orange and pink and blue and then uh, try to combine that into a quilt. And then, um, yeah, that, then a new design exits because you combine some of my favorite colors with some mm-hmm. normal shapes or, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really have a system of how I... Uh, create new ideas inspiration just comes and I always have comes. yeah I always have a sketchbook with me so sometimes oh, I can good. be on the train and then I see a bridge in a nice shape and then I draw something and then later on I will use those shapes again or yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah I just think it's interesting I think um, everyone gets inspired differently and uh-huh. and it's just nice to nice to hear like how other people do it and and I'm also amazed too because you design your patterns and they're available in three formats um in Dutch yeah and in English with the A4 paper format uh-huh. but also in English with um our, our American letter yeah. <laughs> size yeah true. plus inch inches in um American like you know what we use versus like you actually do that like conversion to inches Uh versus centimeters yeah it's because that hard well not for me not really I I really love math (laughs) so uh, (laughs) oh wow (laughs) yeah but but, uh uh yeah we're kind of in between because in in the Netherlands everything is in centimeters um mm-hmm. so that's what we normally use with but when you're a quilter uh very soon you're also making stuff in inches because that's what's available in the uh, in patterns a lot um mm-hmm. but yeah so also in the netherlands it's divided so even when i make a pattern in, ju- in dutch some people will ask for a pattern in centimeters and someone will want to make it in inches uh, mm, so okay. I figured when I write a pattern, uh, it, it would be very convenient to make it in centimeters and inches because I, I live in the Netherlands. And then uh, uh, when you want to print it in the U.S., then it's handy to have it in the letter size. It is. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> so I just... Uh, that is so I, cool. I just... And the same with your website, too, because there's... well. Um, when I first visited it a while ago, um, it has like you have the little Dutch flag and then a, a British yeah. flag for the languages, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, then I, I clicked that, but I still wasn't sure if I could like get any of your products, uh, um, you know, for 
inches, you know, like the metro, you know, the imperial system that we use uh-huh. here. Yeah, still. yeah, yeah. But you do, you do. Yeah. I was like yeah. really amazed. Yeah. And Maybe so... that's good to uh, to put on there that it's uh, <laughs> that's in two systems. Yeah. Yeah, it it is because I I actually had to look a little bit in your in the, one of your descriptions. You did say that the the patterns are in inches and centimeters. So yeah. I think it was with your book. So I was like really happy to see that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So it's really accessible to anybody yeah, because, uh, around the world. Yeah, because for you, you in the U.S., you never work with centimeters, right? Yeah, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because um, just north of us, I mean, I'm in Chicago and Canada is literally like, you know, less than 10 hours away. Uh-huh. And they're all on centimeters. They and, are. And yeah. they sell fabric by the meter. And okay. I, I get the whole meter thing. I, I can totally, I love like ordering fabrics in meters yeah. because you get you extra, extra inches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it's 39 inches instead of 36 but um but the centimeter thing and i know it's supposed to be easier like it's in increments of 10 uh-huh but i don't but to for i don't know like i i still can't convert like that that centimeter to back to inches no it, that, it's hard kind for of complicated me. but when i make yeah. patterns i cheat a little bit because they're not exactly the same size because uh-huh. uh, 2.54 centimeters i think is one inch right uh, it's very odd yeah, like it, it's off it's not like a perfect number no, that true. converts to so that's, okay that's why where, where well, i cheat sense. a little bit because when i have a block of 10 centimeters uh that is uh-huh. I, I translate that to four inches uh, so okay. the size would be a little bit different, but no one is going to make a inch block and combine it with a block in centimeters, I think. So uh, right, no, you're right. So that's yeah, no problem. Absolutely. So that makes the translation really easy because okay. you just put it as uh, 2.5 centimeters is one inch, and then it's really uh-huh. easy to calculate. I see. Okay. Yeah. See, that's clever. That's very, see, that's even, you do creative math, which is, which is good. Cause here, there's me like trying to get it exact conversion. So it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> then no, it never gets done. No, it, it gets wonky because it's too hard yeah. to, to it is. It's too hard. And then I say, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> but you round up. That's, that's, it's actually a good thing or round down, whatever. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. And that's, I, I like that you did a collaboration on your book, too, with, um, was it a friend of yours? Or how did you guys yeah. decide to collaborate? Yeah, I, I uh, got to know her on a, a Etsy, Etsy event. So uh, she's also a Dutch designer and has a Etsy shop. So uh, we organized an Etsy event together in the Netherlands. And uh, yeah, there we met. And um uh, yeah, it was an idea from uh, from her, and she uh, was going to organize a, a what's the name? Yeah, a, t- a tiny kind of show uh, on a craft chair. She had a uh, space which she could fill with projects to inspire people. Okay. And she yeah. thought, well, when I'm going to make all those projects uh, and put it on display, why not uh, write a passion collection of it and make it into a book? And mm-hmm. then she asked me, um, because I wrote a book before and uh, because it would be uh, really nice to combine it with quilting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so uh, then uh, we made a collaboration out of it. 
And did you did you self-publish that or did you yeah. go through a publisher? Yeah, it was my second book and both books I self-published. That's amazing. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, and you can get it as a as a PDF download as well. Yeah. Or a, a printed um, yeah. book. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And the English printed books are now uh, all sold out. So, uh, yeah, oh. so only the... I'm, I'm going to do the download. I almost did it last night, but then I still, <laughs> I, I that I was searching for making sure this is in inches or, you know, if I can do the centimeters. Yeah, but, well, um, that book, but I can. The, the ones from the Pixel book, yeah, you, you can do it. But that one is in centimeters. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so um, uh, it was self-published because uh, uh, I wanted to keep it, uh, for me, e- easy to do. And I just wanted to do it on my own time schedule. And uh, I also yeah. like do the design of uh, the books, so the layout and stuff, and the illustrations and graphics. I, I like to do that myself. So I thought, well, if I already uh, do all of that, then I might not need a publisher. So, uh... No, not at all. And I mean, you, um, one of your videos from when you first were releasing it, you flipped through it on your video and it's so well done. It's beautiful. I can't believe you published that yourself. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Well, with, well, it's nice to have a, you know, a partner like with your friend yeah. to the collaboration yeah. and it's so unique. I love that you can do either or with the cross stitch or the, um, the quilting yes. in this pixel format, yeah. which are just squares yeah. and they make these beautiful, that little frog yeah. pattern. And then when, so you, cute. when you are going to make a, a quilt pattern with all those squares, you should really check out the, um, uh, well, now I'm oh the the double chain piecing method that's the word <laughs> double chain piecing okay. method uh, Susie Quilts uh, uh, wrote about that do you oh. Susie Quilts yeah, yeah yeah she's from Chicago <laughs> ah, I, I love her I uh, but, but she has a very cool method on double chain piecing and that's perfect for making pixel quilts so uh, okay when you're going to do a project like that you should really check that out okay. I got to write that down so I can put a link yeah. to double double chain piecing, you said? Yeah, I love it. I made all my pixel quilts in the book that way, and it's really fast, and you uh, don't lose track of uh, which square is going to go where. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, yeah. I mean, that that gets me sometimes with chain, chain stitching. And, yeah. I mean, if it's simple enough, I can do it, but if I if I start getting pieces turned around and then I have to rip them out, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm not going to change this, no. this one because <laughs> it all gets turned around. Yes. But that's a, I'm going to check that out and I'm going to put that link in there. Uh-huh. That is fantastic. Yeah. Well, what are you, what are you working on anything new that you're going to be publishing upcoming or what, what, what are you working on now? Uh, well, on crochet area, I just published the Polly the chicken the pattern. Oh yeah, that's my newest one, and I still have to uh, finish some of the instruction videos because with that pattern, because it's a pretty advanced pattern, I made some uh, video tutorials to go with it. So people who buy the pattern, they get access to those uh, videos. And um, on quilting wise, I'm I'm working on a new uh, quilt, like I said, with the trees and the houses. And uh, I just got my fabric in for that quilt. So uh, tonight I have a quilt bee and then I'm going to start cutting into that. Okay. Yeah. That is so great. And then you continue to do your um, YouTube videos, Mm -hmm. which is great. Yeah. And... 
Yeah. Oh, and uh, I almost forgot, but I have have also a paper piece uh, ABC pattern, uh, which just <gasps> came back from uh, all the testers. So I guess I'm going to publish that in the next two weeks or so. ABC pattern? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people. That's popular that. here. Yeah. yeah, people love letters. Yeah, and you can. Uh, they are in two sizes, so a smaller and a bigger one, and you can easily turn them into bunting or something like oh. that, or put a word on a bag, or uh, yeah, they're really so cute. I'm looking forward to that. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Oh man, is I like. Are, I know. I did this with Stephanie Kendron at Modern Society. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember that podcast, but I'm like, I don't want to say goodbye yet. Uh, yes. <laughs> but we've we've pretty much talked about everything um, that, I mean, and I wrote down a ton of stuff. I mean, we, we got through all oh, of it. Yeah. Really? The animal crochet. So one, oh, one quick question I did write down just for me. I wanted to know what thickness or type of yarn that you use for your crochet animals. Because it seems like oh, a smaller, yeah, it, it's tighter pretty, gauge. It's pretty thin, but I, I, I'm not very familiar with the ply kind of uh, uh, size. Because you use that four ply or six ply, right? And I, I'm not, I don't even know that much about, no. about the yarn. That's <laughs> nice. why I was asking, I'm like, what type of yarn <laughs> yeah. do I get? If I, I should just buy buy your kit. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good way. But um, I use a 2.5 millimeter crochet hook. Uh, okay. Uh, and the yarn for that is, yeah, it's suitable for a 2.5 millimeter crochet hook. And it's a 100% cotton yarn. Ah, okay. That helps. Yeah. So. 100% but, cotton. Oh, I, I think it's finger weight yarn I guess okay is that a size and um, it sounds familiar yeah this is perfect because that's another thing that kind of like you know prevents me from starting something if I don't know like what size needle Mm -hmm. what type of yarn you know so that that's perfect I mean that's enough to get someone started and they can also just go on your website and order kits from you because you do you ship all over the the world so that's wonderful yeah yay and you know what too you sell that tea bag paper which I am going to order because I've looked for it here in the states and I can't find the type you have you have it where it's kind of like a large yeah format it's one size wide yeah. Yeah. And I, I have not been able to find that yet here. No, so I'm going to order from you. I also don't have no idea what kind of brand it is. I just get it in uh, in a paper like like it is. And uh, uh-huh. uh, I, I think it's really from a tea bag factory or something. There's some la- uh, there's a lady in the Netherlands who uh, uh, ships it. And uh, uh-huh. I, I have no clue who her supplier is. or But it's not a quilting brand or anything. So it's really paper right, no. used for tea bags. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of knew that it wasn't a quilt brand, but uh, so I did. I did like a Google search on like you know paper, tea bag making papers. Mm-hmm. And they have like these rolls, but they're little rolls. They're like four by yeah. six. Oh yeah, <laughs> and and it's rolls of it, which I guess you could use for smaller things. But yeah, I was like, no, I want the bigger size, like yeah. Irina has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So so what's okay, your, that's good. What's your next project going to be? You have all this inspiration going on now. <laughs> I know, I do. I do. Well, I think sometime this winter, probably after the holidays, I'm going to try the little crochet penguin or one of those little simple animals. Uh, yeah. um, but like um, of your projects, 
Um, I, I want to get those penguins. Ah, cute. I think they're so cute. And I want to do the little hand stitching. I love the, I want to do a little blanket over <laughs> where he's sleeping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. So I'm going to start with that. Um, but then again, I'm also going to download that pixel book. So I know mm. that's me. I, like, I want to do it all. Lots to choose from. I want to do it all at once. Yeah. But yeah. And, but you know, that pixel book is going to be good, um, um, I might do you think that a 10 year old could handle a pixel quilt like that unicorn one yeah if to they, me it seems simple yeah, enough that if they can stitch uh, blocks together then uh, yeah, yeah they can definitely handle it because they don't have I, to do chain piecing they can just sew two blocks together and then put it back on a design board or something and then pick the next uh-huh. ones and yeah they should really yeah. be able to do it my um, my niece is 10 years old, Ava, and she has been sewing with me. I've been teaching her to sew since she was like five years old. Oh, wow. And she loves it. She's got her own little sewing machine and she'll come. She lives out of state now, so she used to live closer. But um, she'll still come for a weekend and we'll, you know, work on a new project. And she's come so far. And then she loves her little free sew time where, yeah. you know, we'll we'll – she likes to learn, so we'll have something that she'll learn new. Like last time, she learned how to put a zipper in a little bag. Oh wow! Really um, at fun. Yeah, already. yeah. Well, it was a real simple cork fabric, so there was no lining or anything. It was just straight sewing around a zipper. Oh, yeah. she loved it because it's so impressive. Oh, you know, it's cool. like, hey, I I made a little zipper pouch. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So she loves that, and then but then she also likes to just like go on her own and do her own little creative, which I think is good for little kids to just have their own time. Yes. Um, to just try, like try sewing this or try sewing that stitch. But yeah, I think she would really like that. Um, that unicorn. Oh, that's quilt. so good. Yeah. That with her sounds. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Well, I thank you so much for taking the time. I mean, we have a seven hour difference, so it's kind of nighttime or getting to be nighttime by you. But um, thank you so much. You have been so nice and kind, and I'm so glad that you came on to my show. Uh, Thank you so, so much for asking and for having me. (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot of fun talking to you. It was, and I'm going to you know, kind of be like your little marketing on the American side. Because <laughs> I love your, your, your designs. I love your patterns and your YouTube channel. So um, yeah, I'm gonna encourage everyone to, to go visit you. And um, I'd love to have you on again, too. So if you release something new, let me know. And, you know, I'm going to be watching you. So uh, awesome. <laughs> yes, I'm going to let you know, and would love to talk to you again. Okay, great. Thank you so much. And um, we'll talk again soon. Okay. Have a have a wonderful rest of the week. Thank you so much. You as well. Okay. okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, guys, that was Irina from Sugar Edu. And I hope you think she was as awesome as I did. I just loved chatting with her. And I love her YouTube channel, her patterns. Um, so... Take a look at my show notes and um, to get all of her information, visit her website. If you want to be a pattern tester for her with crochet or quilting uh, on her website, there's a contact form and you can just let her know. So um, I hope you have a great rest of the week and I will talk to you next time. Bye.